Welcome to Sir Inc.'s Experience Podcast, where we talk about anything and everything kink. This podcast is only catered towards those that are 18 and above, and if you're at work, we like to say NSF. And remember, you can always listen to us during your private time. Hello, kinky and kink cures folk out there. My name is Sir Inc. So here we go. Hello, my kinky, kinky folk out there. Hello. My name is Sir Inc. And tonight, boy, 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 we're going to get into pleasure domination. Is it something new? Is it real? People want to know. Uh, first, I want to say good evening, salutations to everybody. Thank you for joining me once again for another Wednesday Night Live. Again, like I said, my topic of conversation tonight is Pleasure Dom, but I also have a few other topics to go along with that, and I hope to be able to tie all that stuff in together. Let's see how good I am. I have notes on this stuff. And so... Pleasure domination. Is there such a thing? I don't know how many of you guys have uh, had an opportunity to read the article that I posted online that was sent to me by a good friend. And people want to know if pleasure domination is a thing. Let me get my chat box going. Good evening, Monica. Good evening, Damien. Good evening, Dan. And so, I got to tell you, I read the article. I mean, first of all, if you've been in a lifestyle and you kind of study old guard and then you listen to what the new guard is doing, pleasure dominant would be like new guard. However, to me, when I read this article, I don't really think these people are into the lifestyle at all. I think they're just more role-playing in Kingsters more than anything else. And that's okay. I just don't think people have a level, right? When you're going from that vanilla world and coming into this, you really don't understand the power exchange dynamic part of it. And so you, when you get in, you're just like, yeah, I'm into BDSM. But this young lady that wrote this article, which is very well written, by the way, very well written, she's not a... Uh, She's not a gangster. Hey, Sonia. She's not a uh, she's not into the lifestyle. Clearly by her article as she writes, she actually writes from like a woman topping from the bottom. Like she put her, her husband on and, and but she doesn't like pain and 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 this and that and that and this. And I get it. Like, trust me, I get it. Uh Whatever you want out of your experience in sessions, you should actually get. So don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that if you don't want to get any level of pain, that you're not a real person in a kink and BDS. And that's not what I'm saying. But what I'm saying is the way that she talks about this stuff is though she's the dominant one. And throughout the whole conversation, uh, the whole, uh, I'm sorry, the whole article that I read, I never really heard what he gets other than what she said he could get. He could rub his cock inside her pussy, and but she likes when he talks dirty to her. 
but it's all orchestrated by her. And I don't think a lot of women understand how they top from the bottom, but they want to get that fantasy. But the, in the BDSM thing, like it's a power exchange. And with her having all the rules that they play by, that that's not a real equal situation when she's saying she's a submissive, but all this stuff is curtailed to her. And nowhere in that article did she really say what he wanted out of it. Forget what he's doing, which is okay with her, right? There is no conversation about what he actually wants out of it. It's all to please her. All to please her. All to please her. And you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to jump in this thing real quick. What up, Ivy? Hey, Chantel, what's good? All right, here we go. Let me um, let me get to it. Let me get to it. I don't know if you guys had a chance to read this, but you know, people that's into the old guard, you're not feeling this at all. You're not you're not feeling this at all. And I, I've talked to a couple of people that's with the old guard. They like complete BS. But the BS is the title. The actual play that they're doing is great. And I think that's that is part of what sessions are about. It's like she likes edge play, things of that nature, but she doesn't like paddling or bruising, which is cool. If you're not into that kink, you're not into that kink. But to label it like he's a dime and I'm a submissive, that's disingenuous at best. So what is what is what is like to have sex with a pleasure dime? This is the title. It's more pleasure than you can handle. I'm just going to start reading little phrases out of this that I just, you know. This is the kind of sex I thought I'd only ever get to fantasize about. See, it's her fantasy. You know, and it, it you know, I wait patiently, slightly embarrassed, but aroused because of how I'm, how I'm, how I, how of how exposed I am. My underwear has been thrown somewhere on the floor. My dress is lifted up past my tits and I can't do anything about it because my wrists are strapped snugly into a pair of black restraints. Like, this is like starter kit stuff, right? Uh, let me just, you know, and then she's saying that she, all she can do is listen while he lights up some candles. Okay. Next, she's, you know, scrolling along. The punishments are playful, fun, and pain-free. So pain free, like that, that's funny. And you know, it, it, it really she speaks to how one of the biggest reasons why she didn't want to get into the lifestyle is because of what she saw online as far as punishments and you know, bruising and, and things of that nature, right? And she says, I'm not turned on by being bent and bound in positions that leave me aching. I'm turned off by pain of any kind. So this is what I'm saying, like. She's not even coming to the lifestyle as a submissive person. Like, you know what? Forget all that kink stuff. If you're talking about you're a submissive, it's about your submission. If he's a dom, it's about his domination. It's not about the kink stuff. You can have a power exchange relationship and still not really have kink. But here she just talks about all that stuff. And... I'm like, all right, you you kind of losing me here because you're not speaking of anything of submission. The only thing she's submitting to is the thing that she's allowing him to do with her and to her. I mean, you know, come on. What up, what up, Sledge Valkyrie? What up, darling? 
let's 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 keep going. She's one of the people I talked to today. Actually, there's no aggression even when it gets intense. There's no aggression when it gets intense. Wow, you're in a session and it's intense, but it's not aggressive. Okay, let me figure that out. You can distinguish types of dimes not by just the kinds of things they do to the submissives, but also by the attitude they take on. Well, how the hell would she know? She wasn't into the lifestyle because it was pain. So she never dealt with a dime that wants to, you know, maybe inflict a little bit of pain and some bruising. So, okay. I tried to experiment with that. Oh, excuse me. I asked my husband to push things further, to be more aggressive and really lean into that kind of dominance. He pulled it off, played that role quite well, too well. In fact, it left me feeling horrible and needing and needing a double dose of aftercare. Okay. You know, and he wasn't more physically aggressive, but he was more demean, uh, demanding. His tone was harsher. He was commanding instead of simply being assertive. Jesus Christ. Come on, y'all. Seriously, like this is what happens when just don't call yourself a submissive and a dom. Just say you're kinksters. Clearly, you're not. She's not into the power exchange. If you can't take a little harsh conversation, you know, do you like a wilting flower? This is what's going on here. Like, come on, man. It's all topping from the bottom stuff. It never leaves a mark. Some people who practice BDSM are really into marks and it leaves leaves on a submissive's body. The bruises, scratches, and red, redness that lingers are visual reminders of the role you play. Feeling the sting of your bruise the next day brings you right back to the activity that gave you that mark. It's sort of like waking up with sore thighs and getting a vivid flashback of how hard you got fucked the night before. I completely get it and see the appeal, but because I I don't have a masochist bone in my body, marks are just blemishes and sore spots just hurt. I'm gonna let y'all just go. I'm gonna just let y'all go on with that. I'm not even gonna, you know, whatever. Oh, that's another reason I'm in the pleasure doms. They'll spank, smack, and paddle without ever causing pain or leaving a mark. I was... Uh, let me get a drink. Oh, cheers. Wow. How is that possible? How is that possible? Did they not negotiate the scene? Aggression? That part. That part. Bullshit. We're going bullshit. Here we go. It's domination without being domineering. Oh, this sounds like a Cinderella story. I'm kind of a brat by nature. Jesus Christ, the brat, the brat, the brat. I love teasing, challenging, being defiant, and mocking. Hmm. And he doesn't get the, and he just has to handle you with care, huh? That's kind of crazy. So I, I, I circled in red here because this is what caught my eye right here. I'm turned on by people who know how to work with my brattiness, not the ones who want to get it under control. Yeah, I get it. Like, you know, even as a dominant, if you're dealing with a brat, you're not trying to get her brattiness under control. Not really. You're tolerating her brattiness. There are dominants. There are doms that won't deal with brats because they can't deal with that kind of disruptive kind of um, behavior 
when someone doesn't get their way. It's not the way a, a man or that dominant sees uh, a way of resolving some issue um, smoothly. Now, you have some doms who completely can ignore that and deal with it and be whatever, but they're not really trying to get in under control because it's your responsibility to be in control. You're in control when you let out whatever you did to be a brat. You're in control of that. Never is it you're not in control. That's just a way of what? Sub subverting responsibility like, oh, because you did this, it made, me, it made me do that. Because you can't control what someone else does, but you can control your reaction. So I don't really get, but okay. I want my bratty tendencies to be appreciated and respected. I want my defiance to be encouraged. I'm not looking to be broken or input or put in my place. So what what the hell is a dime for if it's not to keep you in line? What is a dime for? What is a man in your life for if he's not going to be a guide? If he's not going to protect you? If he's not going to, I mean, what what's going on here? So she's just topping from the bottom. She's really the dominant. She dragged her husband into this. He got into it. It got a little too far. She told him to back down. He backed down. Because mostly guys want to see women happy in relationships. And they really don't know how to go about that other than to keep giving them what they want. We, we've seen plenty of examples of that lately. I'm not going to get into that. Let me see. Damien says, this article is just another thing that gives the lifestyle a bad name. It really does, man. It, it really does. And Rocky says, uh, again, Pillow Princess is 101. Yeah, you know, it, it does. Um, but it needs to be called out as that's just some new guard shit. Or that's just a woman that's experienced some kink. And she just wants to label it BDSM or dominant submission. When really, she's just role playing. Clearly, she's just role playing. Clearly. Because I'd rather her tell me that she's the dominant in this situation than I, I could give this more validity. Embrace your version of kink. Knowing that pleasure doms exist is what allowed me to fully embrace my submissive side. Oh, boo. Let me tell you something. Um, within many dominants is sensuality. And they can do a sensual session. That's, this is nothing big deal. This is par for the course. This is part for the course. Like, you know, to say like, so other dominants that believe in putting bruises on or, you know, or degrading, they don't have the sensual side to it. You know, everyone's relationship is their own. Every, you know, everybody is unique. So just because this dude might be in a, you know, a hardcore mass, a hardcore sadist, doesn't mean he can't have a session with, a vanilla masochist and not bruiser like but it's ridiculous and it's really um immature really but i i get and and then again she goes down here and says if i don't want to be told to give head to hear rough commands or to be punished for being defiant that's okay too it's my house in bold letters it's my house so clearly, as you see by the end of it, she's clearly stating who's the boss. So how can she call her man a dime when she's the boss? Like, this is the kind of ridiculousness that's going on, ladies. And 
you know, too much of, and, and this brings me to a broader thought because I wrote this post and it got some attention on the page today because I said, men are not your girlfriends. And I say that in a way of, and, and of course, and, and I'm and I'm saying men are not your girlfriends. Like men don't want to hear about frivolous shit, petty things. Okay, so I put the post up, and people say, women get on there and say, "Oh, red flag. Um, you're not a real dime. Um, a man should want to listen to his woman and all that." But no one really keyed in on the words frivolous. Frivolous, which means bullshit. Like, men don't want to hear that. Like, men that are driven, that are trying to do things with life, that are really trying to make a way for not only themselves, but their family, you included, his partner. Like, he don't need his partner talk telling him some bullshit. Well, let me back up. Let me back up, let me back up, let me back up. Let me speak for men like me, men that work, men who are also entrepreneurs outside of their job. Well, actually, I mean, I own my own business. I also have other businesses. So I'm busy and I don't have time to really listen to some bullshit. Now, that's not to say that I can't hear you tell me a story about something that your girlfriend's going through. Let's just say. Uh, my submissive is telling me a story about a girlfriend going through something. Cool. That's on Monday. I don't need an update on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday about her problems. You understand? Unless that's really affecting a household. Now, maybe some of y'all say that's insensitive. All right, then it's insensitive. But there's men out there that don't want to hear that shit. Because what happens is we understand that women like they love relationships and the relationships with their girlfriends and their mother, their sisters are really important. But what happens is a lot of women, y'all have heard me say this before, are in relationships with one another. See, like whatever happens to my friend, John, and whatever he going through in his house, that's what he going through. He tell me some stuff. I'm more than likely not going to come home and regurgitate that story. Unless it's just something funny or trivial, maybe. But I'm not really going to mention that. And I'm not going to update my, my lady on that all the time. Everything, something changes. Because what happens is women get sucked in to the emotional part of the relationship. So whatever her girlfriend going through, all of a sudden, you know, if her girlfriend's friend, uh, boyfriend is cheating on her and he goes to the bar on Friday nights. Now, when I want to go to the bar on Friday night, it's kind of like, well, hmm, well, who you going to meet there? You know, now I become, now you don't drag their relationship into our relationship. And I'm not saying all you ladies do this. So there's no broad stroke that I'm, I'm, I'm hitting this with, but enough of y'all do. And enough men have dated women like that. And so men have to keep shit to a minimum. So when I say men ain't your girlfriends, men aren't your girlfriends. And here's the thing, through that whole post of all the stuff that was said, I had to put up the definition of frivolous. And then I said, not one person on this post, not one woman on that post said, I don't want my man to be like my girlfriend, but I would like him to hear me out. No one even said that. No one even said, okay, well, if I'm not supposed to talk about frivolous stuff, 
what should I, what would he have us to talk about? There's no, there's no consideration of the man's mindset. There's no consideration for him. It's like, he's supposed to be there to serve you. This is going on long enough. And I'm going to blame this on single parenting. Regardless if the father left, the mother wasn't shit. I don't know. Whatever the case may be, we have lost a sense of what it is to be with one another and understand how we all function. And I believe, and I was raised by a single parent mother. I believe because of being raised in an environment like that, you have more of a uh, emotional sensitivity to women being heard, especially if you grew up in a black household, right? And all the things that we've had to deal with coming up. And so you have an, you have an affinity, you have an, a, an affection for, for it to hear women out, okay? But I also was blessed to have uncles and grandfathers in my life, right? And family functions, and at family functions, if I was, you know, in, in, in my aunts and cousins, female cousins and grandmoms and mom, be in the kitchen, be in the dining room, doing anything and talking and cooking and all that. And if I was in the kitchen too long, my grandmother would be like, boy, get the hell out of here. Go downstairs with the men. Or my grand, or, or my grandfather walking through to go to the fridge, like, boy, come here. But there was not allowed. Boys weren't allowed to just hang around the ladies. And... The girls weren't allowed to hang around the men. You know what I'm saying? And I think if I really reflect on this, if, if I didn't really have those men, I wouldn't know boundaries. See, I always heard my grandmother, because back in the day, you had grandma daycare. We didn't have daycares. I never went to a daycare. It was being with grandma all day. And my grandmother was an educator too. So, you know, I'm learning, <laughs> you know, how to spell, how to read, all that stuff, right, with Granny. But Granny, Granny's always on the phone all day, just talking, you know, talking, gossiping, talking, gossiping. But one thing I never saw was my grandfather being involved in that mess. And if anything, if my grandmother was too long on there, my grandfather gave her the yo-yo, phone check, homie, phone check. My grandfathers never involved themselves in the drama of the family that way. They never got in between all the women and the sisters and all. They never dealt with that. Those men don't do that. And they don't, and the men didn't get together talking about their wives. That's not what they do. When men got together, they did men stuff. They talked about men things. Or they just chilled. You know, you go fishing, they're talking about life. It's not this. Um, it, it, it's really crazy because I work for, I've been working for men and around men since 1989 in high school. And I gotta tell you, I've never, the transition from the mid nineties into the 2000s is crazy. Like men are just fucking complaining about how miserable they are with these fucking women that over talk and ain't bringing no value to their, to their household piece wise. I dealt with a woman who didn't have peace. You know what I'm saying? Bringing work home, always talking about work, always this, always that. Da, da, da. So you got to understand if you keep bringing problems to men, they want to solve problems. Men are wired to solve problems, not just talk about them. So cool. If you got a problem at work 
we could, you know, I'll listen to the first time, bam, cool. You come to me again, okay. Third time, all right, what, what, what we gonna do about this? What we doing about this problem? Because we really don't want to, we really don't, we really don't want to keep hearing this shit. And I, don't, I can only speak for men that are trying to get shit done. And if you got a man that does nine to five or whatever the case may be, he ain't got shit else to do, but come on, play PlayStation, because there's plenty of men out there to do that. I was listening to grown-ass men today, 50-year-old men talking about playing PlayStation. So there's plenty of men like that. They got plenty of time to sit in the kitchen, which they call these kind of men kitchen bitches. They got plenty of men that will sit and talk to you, watch Housewives or whatever, Potomac, Atlanta, whatever, Love and Hip Hop, all that sucker shit, which most men men think that men on those shows are bitches. And it's, it's, we, we've lost our way, y'all. We've lost our way. And just this article here, the Pleasure Dime thing, is like, it's really well written. It's a bit, to me, it's a well written article on um, how to have a, a, a edge session, a session on edging. And she renames it, you know, how to have a, a edge session. That's great, but to say sensual dime, and now, we get these vanilla types, and now you get these women who want to be, they say they're bratty, but they're just these overbearing alpha females. And they're coming over here, and then they're trying to add these new terminologies, and they're trying to switch the swag up. Like, at no point did she admit that she was even submissive. Nothing about this article screams submissive at all. But yet, we are, you know, but yet, because of social media, these people have a platform to write and talk on like they the shit. Like they know what they're talking about. They this lady has no idea what she's talking about. And that's fine that she's not submissive, but stop using the the, the banneker of BDSM to get it off. Let me check out some of my responses. She wants the fifty shades dream but can't take the reality of, of actual lifestyle like most that are, that actually try the true lifestyle. 100% Sonya, absolutely, like, I just can't believe that people write this whole article and then at the end she ends it with, it's my house, like, in bold print, so she's putting her stake down, you feel me, and, and it's kind of crazy that I think in relationships, like, men, when they get in serious relationships, they really are want to be in love, like, they really want to be about love, when they, when they really want to when they have a woman that they love and they want to see her happy, they do it for love. But men don't really know. And I think men are now starting to have a conversation about like, what are you getting out of the relationship? Because I don't think men think like that. Men think very um, in simplistic terms. Okay, you have a woman and we have a kid, we have a family, you know, we got to go work. And, you know, men think like that. Like not all men think in the minute details. And nor are we taught how to to look at constructing a family or constructing a life with someone else. How you need to be the leader of that. What, what, what your position is. How you need to handle certain situations. Like, we're not really taught. Like, the year people say, like, we need wife schools back. Like, we need, we need husband schools back. Or, I mean, we need husband schools. We need, you know, etiquette. We need proper etiquette classes out here for men and women. We say... You hear a lot about it just about women, but now we need it for men too because we run them up. And because, and because men are not being, 
assertive and coming to the table with what we want, we allow the woman to run the relationship because we just look like, I mean, you know, I had a mom, I want to see my mom happy, mom can be happy, she's a good woman. I think I found a good woman. I'm going to lay it all on her. Relationship is to you. I'm just going to put my head down and go to work. And there's plenty of them guys too. But guys are not really taught what they're supposed to get. So when you don't know what you're supposed to get or what you want out of a relationship, how a woman can help you get to the finish line, where the finish line is, how to get there, and how she can benefit from that. And y'all can come together to some agreements and get there. Then you're really on her win. And there's plenty of guys losing in this situation I mean, I got a guy, I, I, I got plenty of guys that, they, I mean, I could just give y'all story after story after story, but I mean, guys are losing all the time and they come in here complaining about their wives. I got guys whose wives are putting their hands on them. Like, it's kind of crazy. Like, it's guys that are accepting and they're good guys, good guys, nice guys. Uh, nice guys. And, and it's bad to be a nice guy because if you get the wrong person, you're going to get ran over. I think we see that in uh, Will and Jada's relationship, but the man has onus too because you agree to be in a relationship with someone that allowed him to run over you like that or to treat you like that or humiliate you like that. It's all par for the course, right? Clearly, she's the dominant and he's the submissive, the sadist. He's the, um, I'm sorry, she's the sadist, he's the masochist. At any rate, um, but I'm saying all that to say is like, Men are subverting their power in a relationship because they don't really know what power they have in a relationship. Dominant men do because they know what they want out of situations. They know what they want with a woman. They know exactly how a woman can help and what they can provide to a woman. But when a guy comes in like, everything's going to be 50-50, you're lost. No, you're not with her. She's with you. If you don't have a plan, that thing gonna go around. You're gonna be like this guy who wakes up and she's like, we're gonna do this today. You're gonna be the dime. I'm gonna be the submissive. But you can't do this, you can't do that, you can't do this, you can't do that. I want this like this, I want this like that. And as a bonus, you get to rub your cock inside my JJ. Like, ain't that great? Boo. Come on, y'all. I, I, I mean, this this stuff is ridiculous, man. This stuff is ridiculous. We run them up. We really have. And I think that, uh, you know, men need to get back to talking to one another, you know. And, and younger men, um, older men need to open themselves up for mentees, to mentees. And, um, and younger men need to look to be mentees, you know what I mean, uh, to be mentored. Because... Uh, man, I just can't, I, I can't explain to you guys enough how I hear guys arguing with their, with their women, like arguing. And I don't know why people argue. What's the arguments about? And, and a man should not argue with a woman because it doesn't make him stronger, it makes him weaker. And I just see this stuff all day. I'm listening to these young people talk about relationships. They're all lost. Like, this whole thing is run amok. 
just run them up. You're going to need a man. That's what Kevin Samuel said. Like, you're going to need a man. I think we're, we're going to need each other. I think people are not really looking at what's going on in the world, the changes that are happening. That's going to start pushing people to be together more. But we got to find a way to, like, lay down our arms, man, and, and come to some, you know, come to some agreements, come to some common ground. And I think people need to take their, I can't say rightful position, but people need to understand who they are and what they really need out of relationships. Okay? Men need to understand their role in relationships. They don't know. And there's a lot of fatherless boys out here that, of all colors, all races, that want to be fathers that they didn't have. But when you don't know how that interaction goes, you don't know how not to react to certain things. You might have been raised to be in the kitchen, bitch. If you didn't have no male role models around, no male figures around, and holiday times it was a bunch of women, you might have been in the kitchen playing with mom and them, you and the girly stuff, you talking to the girls. So you're used to being in that, that lane of gossip and all that. And it just takes away from when you get older to know the lines of demarcation that you don't go across. Like, I'm not talking about that. We're not going to do that. All right, let me get into my notes. Bam. Hold on, let me see. Yeah, she wants to, she wants to read for me. Sorry, I'm bouncing on the wrong. You good, bro? So many men do that. In my experience, they want me to plan our first meetup. I say, you plan the time, date, place, and I'll make myself available. They don't follow through mostly. Right. In a lifestyle, I'm labeled as a leather power slave. Took a long time to get here. I'm scared of a lot of male D-types that get caught up with submissive predators. Yeah, man, this stuff is crazy out here, right? So let me let me get into my notes real quick. We're going to get back to some good stuff. We're going to laugh in a minute. Let me get some laughs up in this joint, man. I hate not having music on, though. I got to tell you all that. Uh... Are men emotionally devoid? So, like, when I say, like, men do not want to talk about certain things with women. Women think, like, men are walling themselves off, which is, like, emotional detachment. A little bit, yes. And I think what women need to see is, it's not that he does, he's not valuing some of that stuff that you're talking about. But what he's trying to do is say there's a cutoff point. Because with a lot of people, especially women in relationships, when you're going through something with your friends or something at work, you don't know how to shut your mind off. So what happens is because you're in a relationship with a man or a woman, you feel as though because you're with me, you just got to deal with it. Like you heard what she's in that article. She's like, you got to deal with it. Like you got to deal with me. I'm a brat. You got to deal with me. So, so many people feel like that. That's abuse, y'all. Like, you should destroy my peace because you can't make some decisions or you're stuck in a position in, 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 at your job or with your friends that you can't really resolve. So I got to deal with it. No, 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 no. Someone has to tell you to cut the fucking shit off. Cut, turn it off so we can have peace. Because I can't control what goes on in the outside world. But in here, in here, 
I need peace. So all our troubles that exist outside of here, I got this in here. And in here, we're going to be one. We're going to be, you know, we're going to do some things to get rid of stress. If we got to meditate, we got to burn some sage, um, you know, or we got to exercise, whatever it is we got to do to get this energy off, we're going to do that. But one thing we're not going to do, we're not going to be bringing that outside world in here and destroying us. We got to set some time aside to talk about that. Okay. But we're not going to drag that in. Okay. Drag that into the whole night. You ever been with somebody who got some shit going on at work and on Sunday nights, they start feeling anxious. They start getting anxiety because they know they got to go to work the next day. Like their whole mood changes when it's around bedtime. How can you rest? You know what I'm saying? And then trying to sleep next to a person like that, you don't get rest. So as men, you we're supposed to be emotionally devoid, somewhat detached from our emotions, so we can have some fucking peace. Because where there's a high emotions, there's no peace. Guys have to stop letting women boss us around in relationships. You have a voice. In your relationship, you have rights. It's fucking crazy. I gotta say that like that, but for real, like, dudes, we got rights. You know, you deserve to get what you want out of it. If you can be clear about what you want, figure out what you want before you go into a situation. And your and your main sticking point, stick to them. Don't bend on them. Some women are coming to your life just to test you. They're not really there to make your life better or easier. They're not seeking you for guidance and for you're just the next person up that they get the whoop on. Okay? I mean, there's men out there that do the same kind of predatory bullshit. But I think we need to get away from that stuff, y'all. We're too, we're too far into this. Ah, well, I'm too mature in life to go through it. And, and we people that love this lifestyle, that live it truly, the women who are truly submissive, who believe in giving themselves to their situation because they know giving themselves is fulfilling their need or fulfilling that that um fulfilling that 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 hole inside it makes makes you feel connected to to more than just yourself that you know i gotta give you a lot of props i love you guys man um, because this this stuff right here is crazy because you can you can easily see where her intentions are and I think more of us need to be, need to be able to read this kind of stuff and read people's actions and understand where they are on the food chain that person is not into the lifestyle they're doing kink period they're not me they're not you they're in a kink there's some vanilla people playing around next you know, She'll be bringing another man to the bedroom. And he's like, oh my God. And I and, and this stuff happens. I hear this stuff all the time. I hear guys in crazy situations. And I say to myself, how the hell you get in that situation? You know, but it's, you know, I just heard a story today about a friend of mine is dealing with two coworkers. Two people are married, one person is engaged. One male, two females. All three of them 
out drinking, go back to the crew who's in Gay's house. Cool. They sitting there having fun, talking, boo-woo-woo. They were going to get into some stuff. Lo and behold, the girl's boyfriend comes home. So he come in the house like, damn, okay, boy here. But wasn't nothing going on. It just looked like they're having a good time. So she's now trying to convince her boyfriend, who, I'm sorry, fiance, that this dude I know is, is kind of gay, right? And he like, nah, 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 nah. He ain't gay. I don't think he gay. But she threw him off with it, like, yo, let's make, uh, I forget, like, let's make cookies. No, this, exactly. Like, let's make some cookies. Now, this is like one something in the morning. He like, oh, yeah, let's make cookies. Now, it's the boyfriend, huh? I mean, the, um, <laughs> the fiance is like, oh, let's make cookies. They make cookies and stuff. And so my man's like, no, nah, no, nah, it's cool. I got to go home. So on Monday, when they get back to work, she's they're talking. And she's like, yeah, you know, I told him you were gay. And he was like, no, no way. I think he's into the other girl, but ain't she married? She's married, right? And like, damn, is, is everything all right with her and her husband? She's like, no, it ain't like that. It ain't, no, we're just friends. We work together. You're like, but yeah, the way they were kind of close to one another. So like this dude is talking. And he looking at my guy. Like he's trying to hit the other married chick. Not knowing he's banging both of them. See what I'm saying? Like, and these are dudes that are like, oh, blah, blah, blah. They can see that they see what's going on. Like they, it's so crazy. Like these women just don't respect these men. Like this other woman, like playing games, leaving her house. I'm gonna go to the supermarket. Go to the supermarket. You know, comes sucking his dick. I'm like, drop me off. I'm gonna sit in the back. I'm gonna say he was my Uber guy. Like this shit is crazy. People out here playing all kind of games, but dudes that's like willy nilly with they women. They women doing Jada Jada Smith shit, straight up. And and men that are more like in control of themselves. More, more into their women, and I mean, in their heads, like in their minds, like where we at with it. Not letting them know that they know nonsense, dudes. Women respect that, but the jokers, women that deal with the jokers, they don't want to be by themselves, and they did the type of woman that just wants to be in control. They'll get one of these dudes and go banging real dudes. Cause my boy, he a real, he a real dude. Like he a real dude, he keep it straight. You don't care about all that. Whatever, whatever. He's just banging me back up. So, I mean, you know, look, y'all, this is just my conversation tonight. You know, um, just, you know, just this sensual dime crap. We got to get off of that. I like the story. She just needs to rewrite that as, you know, just a kinky fun time. Um, I really want you guys to check out my new podcast with my man, Dutch Wolf, and his submissive, uh, uh, submissive, sub mad madam. Uh, you can find them both on uh, on Instagram underneath those names. Uh, and uh, it was a really good conversation. There are a couple out of um, out of of Austria, the Netherlands. Um, matter of fact, I'm sorry, out of the Netherlands, but they live in Amsterdam. And uh, just how they stumbled and how they've known each other for years. They started dating, then they found a lifestyle. Pandemic hit. You know, they got close. It's a really good conversation. He's a really good dude, really caring guy. Uh, and she is just really an awesome woman as well. And uh, the journey is really nice to see. Really nice to see their journey. So 
please check that out. It's just part one of our of our conversation. It's just a general introduction, but we're going to have more conversations go deeper into uh, go deeper into the lifestyle there, uh, deeper into what they've been into, and um, I'm hoping to get some more interviews. Me and Valkyrie has another interview next week, so that'll be going back up as well. And uh, looking forward to traveling. Like I said, I'm going to Chicago. And uh, I'm going to go out there, do some things, do some work. That's some other work. But uh, I'll be taking some pictures and putting it up. And let me go through my comments before I, I check out. Let me see. I read the article. I thought it had some daddy-dom tendencies. Yes, Alicia, I, I, I would say yes. The, the way she wrote that, it does seem like the, the husband has daddy-dom tendencies. But it's not like a role that is his role. She gave him that role. Like, if you just read the article, you can clearly see how she's in control. So if she's in control, he's really not a dime. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what I really want y'all to understand. Like, you can't call him a dime and then say, this is my house. If you just scroll all the way down to the end of the article in bold print, she gives her declaration, bold print. Let me just read this whole last statement because we, we got to get to the we got to get to the bottom of this because I want people that are new to the lifestyle to understand what they're what they're reading when they read articles like this. How you can decipher where she's at with it. Hold on, let me. Hold on, let me see. I'm still going. Someone said it's that. And we're still going. Let me, let me, uh, here we go. I got to read you this last line again. Yeah, but how does a new couple start? All right, hold on. Let me get to that. I just want you to hear this last thought. And if I don't want to be told to give head to hear rough commands or to be punished for being defiant, that's okay too. It's my house. That's not a submissive statement at all. And so if that's not a submissive statement, then the dude that's, that she's dealing with ain't a dime. Because he allowed her to put this bullshit out there. He allowed her to write this and put that out there. If, I, if, if I'm her dime, if, if, he, if he a real dime and he reads that, he tell her to pull that shit down. Negative. Pull that down. But she's the boss. As she says, it's my house. Okay, so you say, how does a new couple start? I mean, a new couple can start, but is he really a dominant? Because if he's not a dominant, then just get in the kink. If you're trying to get in the BDSM, you really got to understand that, is he an alpha male? And if your man is not an alpha male, then you can't really successfully have a uh, a power exchange dynamic unless you, the woman, are going to be the dominant one. But there's a lot of women in these situations where they're, where they're topping from the bottom, which means you're acting submissive, but you're really running the show. So in that case, you can't really have a true dynamic unless he's a true alpha male. If he's not a real alpha male, then it's not going, you're going to be the boss and you're going to be the boss and it's, it's tiring. You're the boss at work. 
You got to be competing at work. Now you got to come home and deal with the kids. You got to be with the kids. You got to be the boss there. Now you got to boss your husband around. When do you get a break? You feel me? So like if you got to boss your dude around, it becomes tiring. But a lot of y'all women, y'all like that. Y'all like that. But a lot of these women be the ones fucking other dudes. Y'all be wanting to fuck real men. No matter what you say, if your dude in the crib ain't really being a boss, you want to go fuck a boss too. Because in the end, all that aggression, you really want someone to say no to you. You want to be told what to do. This chick, all this stuff she's writing right here about her and her husband, I damn sure bet you. She meet the right dude, she'll be doing all that. Talking about how she's surprised how he must have some spell over her or something. She can't believe that she lets him talk to her that way. Or he puts bruises on her. Or he tells her to shut the F up and she does. She can't believe how that happens because it's all energy. And we all are out here trying our ideas, our relationships, and life out. And you're welcome to have at it. Have at it. The results will be what you want it to be. Well, or the results may not be what you want it to be, right? But you're trying your way. You can try your way. But if you want a long-term relationship with a masculine alpha male, there are certain things you're going to have to do to be with that man. And if you don't, then you take a different type of man, which is more vanilla or beta male, which you can control. And that's fine if you want to be in control. I ain't knocking that. Do you? But if you want to be in a successful BDSM relationship, you first have to have an alpha male and a submissive woman. And you have to understand that you want to give yourself to the situation because it makes it brings out the best in you. Because what you feel as though the best in you is, is submissive, is bringing peace, is bringing harmony to a situation. And what he feels though he's getting out of it is being that man, being that guy, that protector, that provider, and also being your lover. And if he's out there like, whatever you like, your wish is my command, baby. Have fun with it. You'll get bored, but have fun with it. We all want a challenge. We all want a little pushback. Just because a man is a dominant man with a submissive woman, it doesn't mean he doesn't want pushback from a submissive woman. Submissive women are going to push back, but it's to bring out the best in us. You know, I push you, you push me. We bring out the best in one another. That's hard if you're always pushing. If you're pushing, 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 and the dude got no pushback, you get bored with him. Like, ah, you know, okay, we ain't doing that no more. Trust me, this girl who wrote that article, she won't be doing that shit next year. But that's just my opinion. But she won't be doing that next year. But let me read a little bit more of the comments. I know we're working up on an hour. I do appreciate you guys for hanging in, hanging in there with me a little later than I usually do at 9 o'clock. I'm doing 10 now, you know, for my people on the West Coast. And uh, let me see. It doesn't work when you're a true service submissive. Either you'll end up being disappointed. Yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah. Yeah, Alicia, uh, you saying some men don't know where to start. Yeah, I mean, the first place a guy needs to start is with himself. And not necessarily a guy, everybody. 
male and female. You have to start with yourself. You have to start by saying, what type of man am I? Am I alpha male or beta male? Okay? Then you have to ask yourself, after you come to that, then you have to say, what do I want out of relationships? Right? What style of relationship do I want to be in? Do I want to be in a vanilla relationship or do I want to be in a poly relationship or do I want to be in a, a power exchange relationship? Or do I want a little bit of all that? And then you can then a man has to construct that vision for himself and then go for it. And then the pieces to that vision come to him. Because we call that. When you focus yourself on it, it'll come to you. Trust me, I mean I was doing the whole like, oh, I was doing that one for them, one for that. Vanilla, a power chain, vanilla. And then I was like, oh, hung in the vanilla lane too long and got burnt by the flame. Ah. So when I made up my mind, like, you know what, I'm only dealing with submissive women. Everything changed. And it's been so great. So great. So great. So great. But you got to make up your mind. You just have to say, look, this is what I want, man. This is what I deserve. I don't want a disgruntled brat, bratty woman that's going to cause problems just because she's not getting away. Like, I don't, that doesn't do me good. It doesn't make me feel good. It doesn't make me feel good about who I'm dealing with that I might get some kind of disruption at some point even when we're out which i hate public displays negative public displays that's a hard limit note for me fuck around get left where you where you standing with me i don't i don't play that but um so you just have to go for it and and since i changed my mind go for it life and you know in turn starts revealing those type of options but it doesn't come without sacrifice you gotta sacrifice to get to it. So I, my advice would be, if you're interested in it, know are you really a sub or not? If you're not a sub, then go get you a beta male that you can boss around. Just be the dom in a relationship. Fuck it. You're in a power exchange relationship, you're the dom. But don't try to be the sub and he be the dom and he really he's the sub and you the dom. Because it's still going to be frustrating. If you're going to deal with a dominant man, deal with a dominant man. Just be ready to be told what to do and fall in line. Just be ready to fall in line. And when you fall in line and you're getting treated right, told right, fucked right, fed right, protected right, you're going to be like, this is this is it. This is all I need. This is good. I can fall in line for this. I can, I can do this. Because it's really not that hard. It doesn't come with a whole bunch of clashing and all that. Nah. Do as you're told. Here's the expectations. Those expectations are agreed upon by you and by me. Your input is in here as well. But once you say, I can do that, this is what you do. I'm going to hold you to it. You hold me to it. We hold each other feet to the fire and let's go get it. Let's have fun. So that's what it's about. So first, find you a guy. That's if you're really a submissive woman, find you a guy that's an alpha male and ask him what does he want with a woman. And then if it levels up to the kind of woman you are, then go have fun. That would be my advice. That would be my advice. But I definitely say seek, um, you know, knowledge and um, advice from people that are in the lifestyle. Talk to people that's in the old guard as well as people in the new guard so you can understand certain things. Because if you just go with the new guard, you might be just doing it all wrong. You need the foundation of how things should go so you can really grow. 
And then you can always add your own flavor on top, but you got to have a foundation. You got to have a foundation. Once you have a foundation, you can color it. It's like you don't want to reinvent the wheel. Just paint it your own color. You know what I'm saying? But trying to add different stuff to it, you stop the wheel. Don't stop the wheel. Keep the wheel going, but just spice it up a little bit. Add a little color to it. That's all. That'd be my best advice. I love you guys. I love you guys. Thank you for being here with me tonight. I appreciate all your input. And you guys know where you can reach me, sirinq.com, sirinq09 at gmail.com if you want to send me any articles, videos, or anything like that that you want me to react to. And, uh, you know, sirinq on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Um, and of course, here on Facebook. And check out kingspace.net. Check out the community. And again, thank you for being here with me, Lindsay Live. I love you all. Thank you for your comments and your feedback. Again, I have some more interviews coming. I have some photos from Chicago, if I can. And uh, until next time, I hope you enjoyed tonight. Everybody that uh, left comments and added to the conversation, I appreciate you guys. You guys make this thing easier because I was going through it before I got on. I was like, what am I going to say? I'm going to start going in. And I just wanted to get so much in. And uh, we really didn't get into the Will and Jada stuff. I did a podcast on that. Listen to that. I might bring a little bit of that in next week to tie it into what I'm saying tonight because that's the perfect example of a guy that's in love with someone that doesn't love him the same and is completely submissive. And he's completely one of them guys that wants to make a woman happy beyond his own sanity. But anyway, thank you.